Welcome to episode two of the Optimal Being podcast and today we're going to be discussing money. Such an interesting thing money always is and I have always been fascinated with money but more so successful people. How they act, how they got to where they are, how they react with money and how their life looks as a result of it and this is why I was fascinated last year when I was fortunate enough to attend a talk with a man named Rudy Carson. And Rudy is the co-founder of a company called Connexa, which he sold to IBM for $1.3 billion. That's billion with a B. That's more money than any man can ever spend in a lifetime. What would you do with that? Would you buy a private island, a yacht? an estate in Cannes. I'm sure there are all types of things you would want to do. But I remember so boldly when he started off his talk that he noted that the day he sold his company was the saddest day of his life and started a period of deep depression. And this is something that I see often in the clients that I work with, especially with entrepreneurs, people who have sold their companies for lots and lots of money and then done all the things that they would ever dream of doing, but they realize that that company was really an extension of them. And when they sold that company, it was like selling a part of themselves. And and it's almost as if an identity is formed in that process, of course, because a company is like a baby, right? And Rudy was talking about this. And ever since then, of course, he's emerged more radiant than ever. And I just wanted to share some of his key lessons and learnings with you all today. And the first thing that I noticed about Rudy was how contagious his energy was. And that says a lot. I believe that your energy speaks louder than your words. You know it as soon as you walk into a room, there are some people who just immediately, their presence lights it up and people notices them. He was such a guy. He had such an optimistic outlook and he believes, rightly so, that we are living in the golden age of our species. Never before has there been so much more opportunity than there is today. And we are all so, so blessed to be here to partake in this. And it all comes down really to a matter of perspective, right? Do you believe in an abundant world or do you believe in a world that is filled with lack? And of course, whatever you believe will become your reality. So without further ado, here are my top three takeaways from his talk. Number one, there is no difference between you and me. Rudy said that the reason why he was successful, apart from his love of money, was because of immense luck, persistence, and a little hard work in that order. See, oftentimes we are just so close to the finish line, we never know what's coming around the corner, yet when we are being tested, it's so easy to give up. And that is when really the celebratory rewards will come. Before Rudy started Connexo, which was, I believe, a huge HR company, he had 10 business failures and he was bankrupt numerous times before he was successful. So A, that is something that you see very often in times who have, with people who have monumental success is the amount of failures they had before then. And it's often said that each failure is really preparing you for that next win. And secondly, being bankrupt bankrupt so many times you spoke about how that had such a huge emotional weight it felt like that it that he was part of and you can only imagine you know going bankrupt as a businessman or as anyone really the amount of turmoil that would put you through but the amount of belief you have to have in yourself to pick yourself up and go at it again 
day after day, month after month, until, you know, you get what it is that you are after. See, oftentimes we put the world's most successful people on a pedestal, and in doing so, we place them out of arm's reach. Rather, when we view them as our potential, rather than our idols, we level that playing field in our heads, no longer seeing them as separate from us and that something that we will never get to, but rather something that we can get to if we just follow the right path, if we just try enough times, if we just keep walking and keep embracing whatever it is that is being thrown at us. And he emphasized that we all have whatever it takes to succeed. Oftentimes, the key thing is just having that faith in ourselves. And that is one thing that I noted. Ever since I was young, I was absolutely fascinated with wealthy people. And I was reading all the documentaries. There used to be an excerpt that the Sunday Times, they still produce called The Rich List. And I would wait all year for this to come out and I would read this cover to cover. And I really, what I understood and I'm still understanding but what I believe to be the key difference between wealthy people and people who are not wealthy is their belief system. It's how they believe the world is and how of course then the world will respond to them. The number two lesson that Rudy talked about was embrace your feeling. When Rudy was asked why he left his well-paid comfortable job as an actress to start a business he simply said I am greedy and I love money. And that made me laugh because a lot of the times we have such a belief system that, you know, money is bad and it's bad for us to be greedy and whatever. But he knew who he was and he made no apologies for it. And let's face it, your primary goal of starting a business is normally to make more. It's normally to be more. It's normally to do more for the world. And for any business to succeed and have a global impact, the number one most important thing that he stressed was of course focusing on cash flow first. After all, cash is king. Once this is established, this is established, you can then use this as a system. You can then use this to increase the size of the impact that you want to have. And this taught me another thing, and that was when we start to really embrace our feeling and start to accept all the parts of who we are, wholeheartedly embracing ourselves, with all of the quirks that make us unique, that is when we get to have that success because it's oftentimes in that lack of acceptance amongst within ourselves that we do not have that acceptance outside of ourselves. And oftentimes, especially in this day and age, it's so easy to be out of touch with how your body is, right? For example, like how easy is it just to be tired and then to just easily take another quick fix, have another cup of coffee when we know Maybe we should sleep a little bit more. Maybe it's something that happens when we're sleeping and we know we should go sleep, but we start to play another episode of Netflix because it just automatically plays in the next episode. By continually kind of getting out of touch with what we feel we should do, we make that distance larger and larger. But by slowly embracing, acknowledging and acting on how we feel, can we truly begin to thrive? The last lesson that he shared that was really monumental for me was the fact that he talked about how theddered, theddered, that's such an interesting word, theddered? <laughs> how attached he was to his material possessions. Let's go with that. And he shared the story of the day that he was driving his Ferrari, all right, on his way to buy a new Lamborghini when his Ferrari suddenly got a flat tire. And when he got home, his wife remarked, what would you have done if your new Lamborghini had gotten the, the flat tire? And he thought about this. And after some reflection, he came to the conclusion that it would have just caused more stress, 
more resentment and more worry. Imagine buying a brand new Lamborghini and then something happens to it, someone keys it or something. That and that initial enjoyment that you had has been completely vanished by the stress that is now overtaking your body. Because after all, when you have a fleet of cars, they require maintenance. When you have houses across the world, they require management. When you require a have a big house for example that requires cleaning right when you have a huge closet you feel guilty of the clothes that you don't wear see we oftentimes that once think that once we have that nice car or that big house we will then be happy but we know deep down this is not true and the research of course it shows this as well it shows that once you get whatever it is that you desire you're not nearly as happy as you thought you would be, maybe even a little bit less than you were before. And to be honest, this isn't our fault. Society conditions us to find our worth from something external to us. And let's face it, the advertisers are really good at it. They know exactly what makes you tick and exactly what to do, what buttons to press to get you to do something. Firstly, they do this by making you feel unworthy and then saying, this hole can only be filled when you buy blank, fill in the blank, when you buy the new car, when you have that nice watch, when you have that nice suit, the nice house, there's always something else. And look, don't get me wrong, I love nice things. And it's okay to own nice things, but they shouldn't own you. And we know that we only have a finite amount of energy every single day. So imagine the energy that is spent just worrying about for example, the cars, the homes, the, clo the clothes, whatever it is, when we can actually clear this, and I feel that a lot of people are now shifting towards, you know, that life of minimalism and shifting that and having that energy and utilizing it towards something more meaningful and greater than ourselves and something that will give us that lasting happiness, which is what we truly see. And since then, Rudy, he told us that he sold his Ferrari, moved to a smaller home and really downsized his whole life. He managed to fit his whole life in three boxes, he said, including one for just taxes, which is crazy. And now he just kind of travels around the world, finds joy in experiencing the most amazing possession of all, which is really life itself. And, you know, this was really an amazing, amazing, insightful talk with someone who I used to believe that that's where I wanted to be right? And I believe that as a young guy in this day and age, that's our um, kind of idea of success is having the money. But oftentimes, we don't feel connected with who we are when we have the money, right? And I feel now it's all about actually connecting with yourself, connecting with that inner genius that it is that you've come here to do. And when you connect with that, and you can then actually understand that you can make a life out of that, you can make a living, not only that, you can probably achieve your dream doing what it is you love in this day and age. Wow, then that's when your life truly lifts off. I hope that's provided some value for you guys. If it has, like it, share it, subscribe it. Appreciate you all and look forward to connecting with you all. Thanks.